Welcome, horror fans, to HHN 365, a Halloween Horror Nights podcast, episode three. We are on to episode three, Duff. Oh, man. At what point can we stop being uh, surprised that we're making another episode? I think we'll always be surprised, to be honest. Because, I mean, like, when do, at five, will you be surprised? Yeah. At no, 500, will you be surprised? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, well, it'll never All right. stop. All right. But, yeah, we're here. Um, thank you for listening. As The fact that you guys are listening is why we're still yeah. making these. So. We're really impressed by the numbers, actually. Yeah, yeah uh, honestly. A lot of people have been listening. Uh, we've got some good engagement. Yeah. Um, we have people over the world. Uh, we have Australia. We think we know who you are, yeah. Anthony. Yeah, we know who you are. <laughs> but otherwise, yeah, I mean, it's it's international. If you're the Regina listener, we want to hear from you. There, yeah, that's a, amazing. <laughs> Regina, Canada, um, Winnipeg. Uh, I don't remember where else it was, but no. yeah, no, Toronto. We <laughs> have Toronto. Yeah. We only remember the Canadian cities clearly. Yeah. Southern California. Yeah, a, lot of, a yeah. lot of Florida. Yeah, a lot Obviously. of East Coast. Well, yeah, keep listening. Uh, let us know if where you're listening from. Uh, we can kind of see on the analytics, but uh, we want to hear from you on uh, social media. Or maybe well. you're traveling and like, oh, we have a <laughs> listener in Azerbaijan. <laughs> nope, you were just there for business. Sure, sure. All the business in <laughs> Azerbaijan. You're <laughs> on the Silk Road. Like, why are you in Azerbaijan? Anyway, all right. So, uh, for news, there's really not much going on right now, so we're going to just kind of move into our history uh, segment. I'm going to try something a little bit new for the history segment, and I think I'm going to try to keep this up, at least until I run out of things to talk about. I wanted to kind of make it a little bit more like trivia, like things that you might not have heard of, or um, things even if you went to an event this year, like you may have missed, kind of like inside baseball type of stuff um this one especially if you went to the, the event you might not know anything about this um i'm gonna fo- uh, focus on call it the um corn maze that sort of never was so this is gonna span 2004 and 2005 um in 2004 for one of the scare zones it was going to be this huge elaborate scare zone that they've really never tried anything of this size again it was going to be like three or four acres long it was going to go behind seuss landing kind of go all the way up to the nickel um nick nickelodeon studios area that's now blue man group um they were going to build this giant corn maze um they uh, still call this area uh, a little bit of it they've built in the of uh, this area the corn maze and it's kind of used for like um, turning around buses and things like that. I only know that because I worked at Universal for a while. But so they, this kind of still lives on in uh, Universal lingo, um, the corn maze. Um, it was going to be this giant scare uh, scare zone. They built corn apparently uh, all over the backstage of Universal to put in this corn maze. It was uh, like a structure that was like chain link. Mm. Uh, and they um, actually like where he's growing foliage all over it and then they had corn they were putting onto it and they had it basically built and then uh, in 2004 I don't know if you guys remember uh, Central Florida was hit by three giant hurricanes in a row and basically destroyed what was going to be this huge um, corn maze and they had already printed the the maps and it was going to be called the Filda Screams so they had to quickly um, basically scrapped the corn maze idea because um, it was destroyed. Uh, um, like The structure just it just couldn't do it. Which, if you remember, if you've been going recent years, 2017 Scarecrow, uh, the cornfield out front got kind of wrecked by Irma. Yeah. But that, that kind of added to the house. Didn't ruin a whole 
House well, I think we're going to so. talk about other hurricanes wrecking when we get to Academy of Villains. Oh, uh, the little bit of what we're going to be talking about. Um, so yeah, the, something that's kind of plagued Halloween Horror Nights um, through its history is um, it's just when they have the event, it says things could get destroyed by a hurricane. So um, anyway, they were able to throw together the, um, the field of scream scare zone. It was a lot different than what it was going to be. It was just kind of a path that led you. Um, around and they put some characters in it and it was a really cool um, so I hear um, but the t- 2005 they decided to take that uh, chain link structure that they had now repaired and put um, in kind of the boneyard area which if you guys don't know what that is that is where the music plaza is now is a, basically a bunch of props that they had um, they put this structure, and they uh, actually did do a maze, in, uh, and it was called Rat Run. And in, in 2005 was a very interesting year. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of other history segments we can do about this year, um, if you guys remember. This was the year of the Terra Queen and the sto- uh, Storyteller, mm-hmm. and they kind of put in the Storyteller last minute because they didn't think the fantasy theme of the Terra Terra Queen would go over well. But anyway, this is probably going to be another history segment. There's a lot of other really cool things about 2005, but they uh, so they put this structure. Um, into the boneyard and it was only open on peak nights so uh, during peak nights of 2005 they would open up the other side of the park um, and so inside the structure it was just kind of like a, a chain link vent you could kind of see inside it and then they put in, in the middle of it a stage and they put Jack the Clown there just kind of taunting the people running through it like rats and inside of it they had a bunch of other icons um, just kind of in there scaring and during uh, Stay and Scream it was actually open for regular guests um, of uh, Universal that year mm-hmm. without the characters in it but Jack the Clown was still up there and then around the sides of it there was like air cannon buttons so people who were not in the rat race could kind of scare the people in the rat race and then if you were in the uh, the rat run you um, you could press a button to scare the people outside of it uh, it's just kind of one of those things that if you didn't go on a peak night and you went to 2005 you probably didn't even know it existed I don't think it was on any of the maps or um, um, things it was just kind of like a little hidden trivia thing that they tried it never uh, came back a different year it didn't I don't think it was really a success to them but um, so that is the story of the uh, corn maze that sort of never was slash rat run that's something i would love to experience yeah man. that would have been yeah. that's so different 2005 has a lot of those things and i, I think we'll we'll talk about man, them that's a missed it by one year yeah man, oh and 2006 was your first year first year, year yeah, oh, yeah you missed it by one year one. i missed it by a couple but There's so many years i wish i would have gone <laughs> but to be honest i would have been terrified before then because <laughs> i was terrified my first like three years i went anyway so right. i can't imagine being even younger and going oh. I was in Utah going to Rocky Point Haunted House. So oh, that's oh, where okay. I was at the time. One of the top haunts in the country. <laughs> yes. Well, I've been going since I was six years old to haunted houses. Yeah, no, it was not going to happen with me. <laughs> hey, but I go now, so I'm happy. I think they were toned down a little bit over there in that, that good part of the country. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I, we can talk about yeah, this no, later. Okay. But, yeah, so uh, let's move on to our main segment here. 
Yeah, absolutely. So we are going to focus on this segment. Uh, we talked a little bit about it in our episode one, but I think we wanted to. Uh, we got to go a couple of times uh, and see them um, a lot more closely. And I think um, I've got to see all the shows. So we're going to focus just on uh, our first segment on a deep dive, I guess, of the Scare Zones and shows. We've yep. talked a lot about the houses. We haven't talked too much about the Scare Zones and shows. Uh, I think we're going to kind of focus on those for the first segment. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, if you listen to our first episode, you kind of heard uh, this can be just like our house segment there, um, where it's not necessarily us breaking it down. We might do that in later episodes. This can be more of us, our pure opinions of them, what we felt, what we thought while we're experiencing them. Right. More than at this part, you see this exactly. And at this part, this is what you're going to see. Bo, we may do that. I mean, that will happen <laughs> for our own reference. But yeah. It's, yeah. We're going to get full Asperger's on this. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> at some point. Um, but yes, uh, let's uh, get right into it. So, um, where do you want to start? Yeah, let's start at um, an arcade. I guess yeah, it's I mean, the it one sense, when you walk yeah. in and that you see it. I think you kind of have to start here. Um have your has your opinions changed on an arcade over the little bit, or do you still kind of feel uh, the same way with the first time I mean, I, you I, walked in the an arcade? I feel the same um, from at least what I said in the first episode, and the fact that I really like the aesthetic um, compared to previous years. I like what they're doing, whereas it's not just these are the houses we have all laid out. Here's a couple characters and some signs. Right, this is what you're going to enjoy. It, they actually took the theme. And immerse themselves within the theme. Now, it's still not overly impressive. The props are cool, what they have, but it's nothing that's uh, definitely not over the top. Nothing that's going to transport you somewhere else. Um, they just look cool, I'd say. Um, scare actors look amazing. Scare-wise, it's not fully there. Um, but for that location, Plaza of the Stars, I think it's a really well done Especially when looking back at the past like four years, right? I see a lot of talk on on Twitter and on social media of people saying like, "Is this what Halloween Horror Nights is going to be moving forward? Is it? Are we just going to have these things that take great pictures and um, attract people into Halloween Horror Nights?" And I have to say, probably we're probably going to see a lot of this moving forward and i don't know if it's necessarily a bad thing i think mm. um that's just kind of the era we are in and the, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean we're not gonna see the uh gory scary scare zones mm-hmm. uh that much as, uh, anymore i mean at least for now i think it's probably things are secular but for now i think Halloween horror nights just kind of has a wider appeal than it did yeah. back when you know you had uh, I don't know seven or some of those other scare zones that were just kind of like very horror centric and gory and visceral. Um, you and know? honestly, even when we get like some gory, slaughtered house style scare zones, it's probably gonna have some photo ops in it too. Yeah, let's be yeah, honest. Definitely. I mean, it's probably. Just, I mean, it's here to stay. Yeah, because one, the guests enjoy it. Two, it's marketing. Right. Right. And it it, it definitely. I think we're gonna see that spot is basically embody the theme and i don't think we're gonna see ever see uh it embody the theme as well as this scare zone this is basically they they take the 80s theme of that they they did this year and they just kind of 
put it together in a way that I think that people, um, yeah, I think people have a little bit of a problem with it, but I don't see why. But see, I also see a lot of people, even those who are massive HHN fans, who are like, man, I love this scare zone. It's great. May not be my I don't favorite, see what's wrong. but I, I love it. it. I love it. I, I mean, think... personally, I don't love it. I think it's good. I think it's solid. I enjoy walking through it at night, especially yes. during the day. It's kind of just a breeze I, through and don't. I spend think any you time. have to walk through this scare zone. At I night. mean, you have to. Yes. You have it to. was built for. It that. was built. For I it. mean, a lot of areas are, but this can only survive at night, really. And I think we said this in the first episode. I do feel like maybe it could have been expanded uh, down the street a little bit, or yeah, it, it could. This where when you said I don't think we're going to see any scare zone done better than this, as far as like taking the theme and embodying it within a scare zone. I think they will do better than this at some point in this location by not necessarily expanding it, but more more immersive. Not just yeah. aesthetically matching the theme, but totally immersing Maybe you like, within the theme. I could see, yeah, I could start seeing a little, yeah, maybe. Like, I don't know what they could do. Maybe, like, AR, VR type stuff in, mm. in this area. Um, we're going to start seeing technology used a lot, I think. Um, well, I mean, hopefully next year we expect some icons to come back. It's right. the 30th, of course. And I, I hope we see it kind of go back to the way it was during the icon years where they would have the shows in there uh, featuring all the icons. Right. Um, Will that happen? Eh, who knows? I think it's coming back think, for thirty, I but I don't know if for it's next year. Stick. But I, yeah, I don't know if it's here to stay. I, I, I think we're gonna see things like that specifically on like five year anniversaries. Yeah. Um, but I think moving forward, as you said, that kind of taking the theme, and I think they're gonna stick to like real themes right. moving forward. That's kind of what this scare zone is gonna be. Just embody whatever the theme that is. Right. And I, it works well for that. I think it's the one that you see. Um, while you're waiting for the person to struggle to scan your ticket in your finger, you sit there and you see this scare zone. Like that's what this scare zone does so well is that before you're even in the park, you get in the mood by seeing people getting scared in the scare zone mm -hmm. while you're waiting to get in. See, my worry though is the theme that they're using this year is just generally aesthetically pleasing. It's a very popular style at the moment, like the '80s synth wave kind right. of thing. Like, what about years where, like, there's no real aesthetic to it? Uh, I don't know if we're going to see a lot of years like that. I, I think we're in such an Instagram, social media... Yeah, but I mean, like, how many how many themes can you pick where there's just a certain aesthetic that would fit with Horror Nights? Because, I mean, we can't do another year of the 80s. I hope we don't. Uh, I think we'll see 80s again. Maybe not as embodied as this. I think we'll maybe see it a little bit later, but um, we're not going to see it soon. Probably. Okay. I mean, later on, yeah, if it ever becomes big again, sure. But hopefully not within the next few years. Yeah, no. Um, you're probably right. Uh, so let's move on to the uh, next scare zone. Should we just kind of... What should we do? Should we go down the street and kind of head to New York? Yeah, you want to head to Yeah, Yeah, sure. Yeah, let's do it. So that would be Zombieland Double Tap. We had strong feelings about this one. I think I'm warming. It's warming up to me, maybe a little bit. Um, we'll get to it. Um, what do you think? I know you are have strong feelings on Zombie Land Double Tap. I do. Um, so again, disclaimer: have not seen Zombie Land, and not seen Zombie Land Double Tap. Does that release? I don't think it's this out week? yet. Yeah, I this think it's week coming or soon. Soon. 
Um, so obviously I have no attachment to the film or its characters or anything involved. Um, however, uh, I went during years where it was Walking Dead and Purge, and at the time I had not really seen Purge movies or had any attachment. I did not like Walking Dead as a franchise at right. all, but still left more impressed by the scare zones. Um, I just feel... I don't want to say lazy. I feel like that's a bad word. I think what they were trying to do didn't hit. Right. Um, the shows they pull off with the pre-recorded audio, um, where it's three characters, I believe, have different shows, but it's the same audio. I'm still baffled by, I mean, by this choice. I, mean, what, I think I, it's bad enough that it's pre-recorded audio, but to have the same exact lines for every single character i'm starting to convince myself that this wasn't necessarily a creative choice and that this was probably something where they reached out to the movie people and said hey what can we do and they gave them four or five lines of of script and they that's all they got and they had to repeat it like that's all i'm starting to convince myself that it was not necessarily creative's choice to have the show three times the same show with three, like different characters. I'm starting to think that, that their hands were tied somehow. That could be true, but that doesn't spare any feelings for it. Right. Whether they chose to or whether it was kind of forced upon them, we got that scare zone. <laughs> I don't enjoy that scare zone. Uh, one, regardless of anything else, I'm done with zombies, man. Yeah. I... Uh, They'll be back, but I, let's I th- take a break. If you're doing zombies, do it a lot differently, like um, Dead Exposure Patient Zero did last year. Um, you've got to mix it up a little bit. I'm tired of the slow-walking, almost comical zombies, basically. Yeah. So you like your zombies on crack, basically. I mean... Like the 28 Days Later zombies. To be honest, I don't have a preference between zombies. I'm not a huge zombie fan in general. I think they can be pulled off well in different ways. We've just been overloaded with specifically the Walking Dead style zombies. Right. I think zombies were very, very popular. Um, I think they still are popular. So I think, I don't know, I think we're going to probably see a lot more zombies moving forward. But Yeah, I don't disagree. I just personally am kind of done. Yeah. All right. Um, oh, I did want to say that um, I don't think it's all bad, this scare zone. Uh, I think there's a lot of... Easter eggs in this area. I think I've probably said this before. Um, I really, really like the um, Bill Murray uh, zombie. I kind of out of myself as not seeing the um, porta potties, but I got to check those out. Um, Those are really cool. Mm. Um, There's a lot of little fun elements. Um, I do. uh, I have one positive about the. (laughs) I was going to let you you know. I was going to let you say this. I was (laughs) the zombie in the full jogging suit with the headband <laughs> that just jogs around the entire time. We are I have full not fangirls of this guy. Him try to scare anybody. He just jogs. If you were this character who plays time. this, please, please add us on Facebook and we're gonna buy you a beer sometime. You make it for us every night. Yeah. You yeah. probably know who we are because we creep you out by just following you around. But you are hilarious. Uh, you don't scare anyone, but you get a good workout every night, <laughs> and we are proponents of that. So yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, I, I kind of want to follow you, but I feel like I might get kicked out. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, um, keep up um, a good the good work, uh, jogger zombie, because you get in a good workout, and we laugh all the time. So keep working out. You are my one positive. Oh, I, okay. 
You are, I'll say it nicely, you are my favorite thing about that scare zone. <laughs> I really like Bill Murray, um, but yes, the jogger, Bill Murray, and um, there are a few probably other Easter eggs if you were to explore this scare zone you would find, but let's hope for something a little bit better next year. I think usually that spot, even if you don't like the property, has a decent scare zone, though. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm not too worried about I'm that excited location. To see, yeah, that's always a pretty good scare zone. Um, so then if we keep on going, then we would run into Rob Zombie's Hellbilly Deluxe. We would, yeah, that's yeah. correct. So yeah, we actually got to hang out in that, take some pictures that we'll be posting um, eventually. I don't know if we, we want to out ourselves to what we look like yet. But I mean, <laughs> I've posted my Twitter so you can see okay, me anytime yeah. you want. I don't have a Twitter. Um, HHN365 has kind of turned into my Twitter um, I don't really have one, but if you do want to find me, I will uh, reach out to me and I'll, I'll let you know what I look like. <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't mean what? I, I didn't I didn't mean it like that. So find him on Bumble, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Swipe right first, right? Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm married. I'm married, by the way. So Hellbilly Deluxe. Yes. Uh, walk up, see some flames. Um. That's all I see, and then hear really loud music. Oh, you just see the flames, right? It. Yeah, it's yeah, kind just of fantastic. Kind of like, oh, oh no, what am I going through? <laughs> am I going to get a headache in this short walk? <laughs> when by short, I mean could be like ten minutes, depending on how bottlenecked it is at the time. Yeah. So our friend Nico kind of outed us that we're not huge uh, heavy metal fans, um, but I really love the scare zone. I think it's really fun. I think it's really high energy. Um, it's kind of uh, an Instagrammy ones too, mm. but there's so much variety here. I mean, even we used it Instagrammy. Like <laughs> we took pictures of Dracula, took pictures in the throne. The we weird, ne- the weird hand guy. We never take pictures. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it was, was. Yeah, we walked through the scare zone, and I think we were like just about the only people in it. Yeah. So yeah, I think it, was... it, it started to grow on me because of the walkthroughs I've had while it's emptier. Right. Because when it's crazy bottlenecked. It's it's just get out of there as fast as you can. I don't want to spend any time there. I just want to get out. Right. Because it's hot and packed. And people are just stopping in front of you to take pictures. And it's... Uh, stare at butts. So they I, want to I, stare at butts. Yeah, basically. I still have the same issues with... There's so many sets and so many things to look at within such a tight area that it's just going to cause traffic issues. And, I mean, we knew that from before the event even started seeing what's coming seeing the sets that are popping up we're like oh well this is going to be packed right. and loud and crazy so are we going to see hot houses again or are we just going to kind of see hot scare zones because i guess we kind <laughs> of we kind of had a hot house with the nightingale's blood pit but it's so smelly in there I, that i can't imagine anyone is like enjoying the views that you're getting in nightingale's and then i don't think i mean yeah there's a couple where they're i'm not going to use the term but where they're good to look at, you could say. Right. Um, but I think that's more to do with the theme. They kind of fit that Roman warrior. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, I, I I don't know if they meant Nightingales to be a hot house. No, I don't. But think they definitely it, meant this to be a hot scares. I don't think it's meant to be a hot house. I think they were well aware of some Who of the people they're they putting in. <laughs> right. But um, right. Yeah, no, it's not meant to be a hot house. I don't think we've seen a hot, like a hot house in a while. I I feel like a lot of people think Nightingales is a hot house though. I've, I've been you seeing, think so? Yeah, I'm seeing on 
on Instagram oh, and Twitter well. that there is a certain uh, demographic that really likes Nightingale I mean, and Blood Pit for a certain reason, I, and, I and that is the buff dudes. I understand why they do. However, I just don't think it was made to be a hot house. You don't think they had it in mind? As a like... hot house, no. I, again, they knew who they were casting, but it was not meant to be a hot house. Right. Um, but yes, there's no arguing that this was meant to be the one hot scare zone or the the the, the risque. Well, I wouldn't say the issue. one because Vanity Ball. Yeah, Vanity Ball. They uh... may uh, mess with the faces, but <laughs> they leave everything else to view. Yeah, that's true. And that that's was true. that is also purposely a hot scare zone. So. <laughs> right, yeah. Yes, I. Vanity Ball to me. I... All right. No, wait. We'll, we'll get to that later. Okay. Stick with, oh, okay. with how Billy does. Yeah, I was get I guess getting off the rails. Um I have strong feelings about Vanity Ball. Okay, come know. on, let's get on track. <laughs> They're changing, but we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> um anything else to say about Hellbilly Deluxe? Uh, I mean, like I said, it's grown on me. I think it's gonna grow some more. Um I think yeah, I'm saying this on the spot. We didn't really plan this. We're probably gonna do a top five. Yeah, I think we, we should I think we should, cool. yeah. So you'll hear exactly where I place yes. it. Then. Um okay, so then let's um Move all the way to uh, Vikings Undead. Yeah, I um, I like it. I do. Yeah, I think um, costumes are beautiful. Um, I like the props they have a lot. Um, that's a space that I think works really well as a scare zone. Almost no matter what yes. you put in it. Yeah, definitely. Just with the overhanging trees, it's dark. The lighting effects you can use to amplify it. I mean, it's just such a great spot for a scare zone, and they always do so well with right. it. I, is it the best they've done with that space? No. But I do really enjoy it. Uh, as I was saying last time, I think the attention to detail with the history and the story is what really impresses me. Um, it kind of kicks it up a notch. Rather than just being, oh, this is a nice-looking scare zone, I think that without you even realizing, it takes the immersiveness to another level. Right. That's something I appreciate about scare zones, houses, the, the event as a whole. You see as a guest... 5% of what they put into these houses. Right. They do so much research. There's so much backstory that you will never know. They don't intend for you to know, but it's for them to create this. Right. So without you even realizing, you're fully immersed. And um, I think this is a very good example of that. Right. I have to say, these characters, too, are always giving it their 100 Every time, too. I would say if you had to go into... This is the most consistent scare zone, I would say. Yeah, most I, I wouldn't have said that a few weeks ago. But no, I but it is, they, it is scary, too. Oh, like, to cut back, Helly Billy Deluxe definitely rivals that. I've had some bad walkthroughs for really? Hellbilly I mean, I've Deluxe, had bad yeah. walkthroughs in the sense where it's packed and I can't yeah, get Yeah, I can't that. pack. But and... when I actually encounter the scare actors, I think they are higher energy. Yeah. They're in your face. Uh, but again, Vikings Undead, I believe they they do the same thing yeah. pretty consistently. Yeah, they're they're definitely giving it their all, and I think they don't have to work as hard as some of the other scare zones. I think that, like you said, that space is just scary in general. It's very narrow and claustrophobic, and the the fog can hang really well in there, and you kind of have the thing. So they don't have to, I would say, necessarily work as hard to get the scare as some of the other scare zones. No, they don't. But that is always... I I always get scared walking yeah, through I mean, that area. They set up those corners so well behind like the shrubbery um, and some of the props where they can just... You can't see anything because it's dark. Right. Then they have a fog machine in front of it and then they come around the corner. Right. And I have seen people hit the floor 
Um, not just in this specific scare zone, but in this, going back, this whole area, this area as a scare zone, I've seen it drop more people than probably any specific area in my Horror Nights history. Right. It's pretty impressive. All right. Uh, anything else you want to say about Vikings Undead before we move forward? No. no All right. Bad cover. So let's get to the last but uh, not least, Vanity Ball. Mm-hmm. What do we think? I mean, I, I love Vanity Ball. It's... I don't know if it's slipped down rankings, but it is on a slippery slope. <laughs> yes. Okay. So I am putting down the soapbox. Um, I am on the record for being a giant Vanity Ball fan, and I, now I feel like I need to s- let that balloon fly away. <laughs> I have had um, probably the last three or four times I went to Vanity Ball, it's the energy is just not there, and I have a, so I hate saying it, but it is turned into kind of a boring scare zone yeah. uh, I I don't know what's going on with this one I don't know if it, they just they got such good reviews early on so they just kind of scaled back some that of the characters yeah. when every time I walk through there there's really nothing going on on the the catwalk anymore mm-hmm. um, not just that but also and this could be down to our timing um but I do walk through there a lot, and I haven't seen one of the operations in three, four yeah. weeks. No, I'm, and I go two, three. I'm four sure times they're a happening. Week. I'm still there. They're still putting yeah, on the happening. shows. I know they happen. But, but it used to be you could walk in there, and there would be something going on mm-hmm. to make you want to stay and watch it. Um, now I stay in there for 10, 15 minutes, and I get. You know, nothing really going on, and I get kind of weird looks. Like, why is this dude chilling here <laughs> while they're standing at like everyone, like not the 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 characters, but like the other guests? I'm like, like why is this good dude staring standing at an empty catwalk, um, and the only one waiting for a show to about to start? Uh, there's, and then I finally get sad and, and walk away. <laughs> Well, that was depressing. <laughs> yeah, I, I really want. I I really really like this scare zone, and I really want the end of the uh, season. I wanted to say it was my favorite, but yeah. I don't know if it is anymore. Yeah, I'm not sure. I I honestly don't have my top five set in stone yet, and we're about to say it in I don't know three minutes. Yeah. So that's and I think when we recorded the first episode, it was clear cut number one for both. Oh, of us. it was definitely. I don't even I think, think it was competition. You could, you could tell just how excited we were about the yeah. scare zone. Uh, now it is one of those things. It was like if you went on opening day to Vanity Ball, you were at a moment in time when Vanity Ball was what it was, and now. It's just not the same. Yeah, and I mean, the interactions with the scare actors, I feel like, dropped. Now it's kind of like they just kind of do a little jump in your face and keep walking. Whereas yeah, I don't... Before, there was a lot more. They would interact with you, talk to you, and that's kind of... I personally haven't experienced it recently. I'm not looking to get any characters in trouble, but this is definitely the scare place. If you're going to find a character just playing around, just talking to their friends, you're going to find it in Vanity Ball lately. Like, I don't know what's going on. I don't yeah. know... Um, I know it's a lot of work, and I know you need you need a mental break, but do it while your set's not on. Mm. So, but yeah, um, so that's the scare zones. Let's um go straight into the shows. Yeah, let's do it. All um, right. 
So let's start with the one, because I don't know which it is. Let's start oh, with your we want, favorite of the two. Before we go away from Scare Zones, do we oh, want, you want to do, do top, our... Yeah, let's, let's do top do five. Let's do that real let's quick. Let's do top All right, cool. So uh, if you want to start with uh, number five. Okay, so my number five um, is not going to be a shop, uh, shocker. That would be Zombieland Double Tap. Yeah, yeah. Uh, same for me. I Yep, moving on. Number four, yeah. what you got? Um, number four, I would have to say... Um, Hellbilly Deluxe. Okay. Yeah, I, thought, I thought that would have moved yeah. up a little more, no? No, I mean, it's a fun zone. I mean, I really like the zones this year. A lot of people say the zones are kind of shitty this year. Um, I think they're generally good. Mm. Um, maybe uh, and that might change and I might be so-so on the scare zones because Vanity Ball was really up there for me and now it's sliding down so it was kind of holding everything up but I still think they're generally good mm. um, but yeah um, it, it's good uh, there's a lot of things to see I don't think there's a lot of scares in this scare zone uh, no not really uh, not really but um, it's it's good I've had a lot of fun I think it's one of those scare zones like when I talk to people about Halloween Hornets I talk about theme parks for a living so when I talk to people about Halloween Hornets I always tell them okay this you need to see this this is something that that you will enjoy whether you like being scared or not you're gonna like this part mm. and, and uh, if that hasn't changed it's still a really fun element to Halloween Hornets for this year yeah, I think we're kind of going opposite directions there. Whereas I started off like, oh, this is probably a weaker year for scare zones. And while it's still not my favorite scare zone year, I think I'm starting to enjoy them more, I guess you could say. Overall, across the board. Um, but for number four, I'm going to take Anarcade. Oh. Um, again, I don't hate it. I think for what the space is and what it has been, this is good use of it. The aesthetics are great. Great photos. I think it's solidly a number four oh, right wow. now. Oh, wow. That's, that's just a shock. Yeah. I love Anarchade, but we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. Well, what's your number three, then? Uh, my number three is Vikings Undead. Oh, I, I wow. know. This okay. Is, this is... I thought that was a shot. Yeah. No, it, it's... I mean... It's a could be number two if uh, if if uh, Vanity Ball keeps keeps up its its drop, but yeah, it's uh, it's three and it's a high three. I really like Vikings Undead, mm-hmm. but it's um, just you know I like the others a little bit better. So this is where it's gonna get tough for me, and I'm still not sure what I'm about to say, but something's about to come out of my mouth, and I think I'm gonna half. Oh. I think I'm gonna stick with Hellbilly Deluxe here. Okay. I think, yeah. Yep, yep. Number three, Hellbilly Deluxe. Okay. Locking it in. Um, it's growing on me a lot. Um, as you can see, it might have shot up further, but I just didn't let it happen for some reason. <laughs> um, I still have the issue where when it's busy, it's a place that I do not want to walk through, and I avoid at all costs. So that's kind of keeping it down. But it's I think easy you, to avoid too. It's, it it's is. one of those yeah, yeah. that like. When you're you just do going not out, have to yeah. Go no, if you're going throughout your day, you may not see Hillbilly Deluxe. That's why I tell people, you know what, you need to try to at least check this out mm-hmm. because you you could go throughout an entire night and just not hit it. It's yeah, it's very possible, and I'm sure a lot of people do. And there are nights that I definitely do it on purpose when I'm there earlier in the night. But if I'm there near closing, I have to hit it. Right. I think it's a must hit at that point. It's 
this characters are entertaining um, sets are entertaining uh, right now it's number three though we could see that keep climbing though all right um my number two is vanity ball oh yeah, you officially yeah. did it i officially did it i officially did i love vanity ball still but i just i guess i don't see myself really going in there anymore because i know i'm going to be disappointed I know that I'm going to wait around for a show unless I time it right, which is there's they don't list the shows, the, the, sh- the set times of when the things are really going to be popping in Vanity Ball that I'm going to go through and I'm going to hope and I'm going to wait around and nothing's really going to happen and I'm going to be sad and I'm going to walk away. <laughs> there's a lot of you getting sad here, yeah, man. Yeah, right? Is it like the moody music kind of getting <laughs> yeah. to you a little bit? Or? Yeah. Like Charlie Brown, just like <laughs> <laughs> walking away from Vanity the Ball, you know. Um, it's usually when I'm about to meet you guys because, uh, you know, uh, Duff is usually at the park. I get off work late and I go to the the Halloween Hornets and I meet up with them. And so they're usually like finishing up a house. So I'm like, oh, perfect. I can go hang out in Vanity Ball. So I'm a weirdo by myself uh, <laughs> sitting in Vanity Ball waiting uh, for Duff to get finished with the house. And uh, nothing happens. And I get sad and I go to Mel's. <laughs> oh. Well, um, luckily we're about to move away from Vanity Ball because I. I'm not going to pick it at number two. I'm going to go with Vikings oh, Undead. Okay, so Vanity Ball is still up there. Okay. Yeah. Um, since we're talking about my number two, I'll say why Vikings Undead is there and not why Vanity Ball is not. Um, I think I covered it pretty well, actually. I think there's just so much detail in it that you have to do research yeah. to figure out just how detailed and historically accurate that is. And that always impresses me. I think you can see it as a guess without doing any research, of course. You just don't fully understand. I think, again, I love that area. It so, sets the mood so well, the lighting. And, uh, yep, number two. Yep. I'm not going to rave about it anymore. All right, well, then uh, my number one is, you would probably guess it, An Arcade. I think. Oh man, I had I know. I I just think it embodies the theme so well, and it's just fun. And um, I think it does perfectly what it's set out to do. Um, I love walking through it. It's the only scare zone that I can that I can think about and be like, "Yo, let's let's change the way we were gonna leave the park so we can go through there." Um, I've never really done that too much four scare zones in the past but this one is like you know have we have we been through an arcade with the in the dark yet okay no then we have to go this way yeah. um this scare zone just really embodies what Halloween Horror Nights is this year it you know and it and it does it well yeah no I mean I agree I just don't enjoy it to the same level as you do I love that's it that's all <laughs> I mean I think it's good I think everything you said is correct my excitement level is just a lot lower for it. That's right. all. So if you're looking for me uh, <laughs> before I meet up with Duff and, and our other friends at the end, I will be uh, by myself in an arcade uh, and not by myself in uh, Vanity Ball anymore. I still don't believe it. I think you're going to give it a few more shots. <laughs> probably. You can probably find him sulking near the stage. <laughs> like, is anything going to happen? <laughs> hey, guys, guys, is it the show going to start? <laughs> all right. 
Uh, my number one, still Vanity Ball. Um, and it's going to sound weird that I don't sound too excited about my number one because it was a clear-cut number one, and now it is... I can't tell you how close I was to putting it at number two or even number three, but it held on because I really only started getting this a week, two weeks ago, so you're looking at a good four weeks prior where I was thoroughly enjoying yeah. the event, or the scare zone, I'm sorry, um, and I don't think a rough week or two can totally erase that and i think it was just so strong earlier yes it, it has enough really to good. withstand a few bad weeks now if that continues it's dropping but now if it gets back on track this week i'll feel justified in leaving it at number maybe one. i've just had bad luck because oh. and you do go more than me so you've probably had some good with the bad mm. i have just had just bad basically since the first couple of weeks yeah that's understandable yeah, so I, I definitely did have a few more good experiences than you so uh, I can see why you would drop it. Yeah. Um, all right, so I think we are done with scare zones. We'd love to hear what you guys think about the scare zones. So definitely reach out to us on social media. What you guys think? I want to see top scare zones, top five scare zones. Five we, scare yeah, zones. we don't see that on At Twitter. Hhn three six five Twitter. Yeah, Instagram. exactly. Send us uh, your top five. Maybe we can start like a little thread of uh, top five. People, I mean, people post themselves, but yes, please send yeah. it to us. We want yeah. to. Maybe we'll post our top fives, and you can reply with your top five, so we can find them all. Look how clever. Yeah. All right, so let's get into shows. And uh, I finally went with you for your first viewing of Academy yes, of Villains. Yes, yes. And so, I think you you enjoyed it. I loved it. Uh, I, will, I more than enjoyed it. I, I have some gripes to talk about. Yeah. Um, I am not afraid to gripe. Um, but yes, I uh, I have I loved it. I thought it was great. So let's uh really quick because I don't know which one you prefer. I think I know which one you prefer, but you've never said it to me. It's never been stated. I've never stated it to you which one I prefer. So let's do our rankings and thoughts together. Do I have what to is your, say? This let's start with your favorite. Uh oh, my my favorite between the two. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty obvious. <laughs> uh, there, <laughs> there is uh the show that. Everyone is talking about, and then there's Academy of Villains. Uh, Whoa. Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of huge Academy of Villains fans. and Yes. But I, yeah, I, it's a great show. I agree with you. But Marathon of Mayhem is just yeah. oh, spectacular. I guess I don't really follow the people on Twitter who really like Academy of Villains. It's, I mean, there it's are not necessarily our demographic, but... Um, so, should we start just kind of delve into Marathon of Mayhem a yeah, little bit? We've go. talked yeah. a lot about it, so we'll probably be a little bit shorter. We have a lot more to say about Academy of Villains because we haven't. Yeah. Um, so, let's talk about Marathon of Mayhem. What, have you seen it a couple of times? Uh, it's, is it still staying as good yeah, as it has? To, I I've think seen, eight viewings, okay. nine viewings, something like I've seen like it like that. three or four times. Um, it's good. And every single time. It's, it's, it's not like, you know how there's a lot of nighttime spectaculars across all the theme parks? You see it a few times, and you're like, yeah, I'll sit here and watch it. And then you kind of pull out your phone and play on your phone a little bit. And you're like, oh, it's over. Yeah, that was yeah. fun. Okay, bye. This one has my attention every single time. Yes. Every viewing, I'm fully just into it. 100% into it. The music, the lights, the content. Ugh. It's very tight. Like, it's very... Uh... And I guess that can be a couple of different things, but it's very well put together, and it's fast, uh, and it's pithy. And before you, you, there's no slow parts of it. There's no 
uh, boring. There's no um, Cheer Up Charlie song. That's a reference that you guys won't get. But from the Willy Wonka and the Charlie Factory <laughs> from 1984, there is like a really boring song right before it's about to get good called Cheer Up Charlie. Um, and so I call anything that is like kind of the song that you fast forward through to get to the good stuff, the Cheer Up Charlie song. And there's really not a Cheer Up Charlie song in uh, Academy uh, or in uh, Marathon of Mayhem. Speaking of fast forwarding, let's talk about rewinding. <laughs> Stopping, then hitting play. Holy crap. Right? That finale is... It's so good. It's so fun. I love the, the soundtrack. Oh, I... Oh. Okay, we've talked about this on, I think, every episode now, a good bit, and how much we enjoy it. So, so do you have... Go ahead. I've been meaning to ask you, maybe off mic, but I'm just going to ask you now. Is there a synthwave Stay Puffed shirt that I can have? Is that is that a thing <laughs> that exists? Because I want a synthwave now, Stay Puffed. Have I seen so one? Bad. No. Could you find it on Etsy or something? Yeah, I bet you could. Yeah, probably. Uh, I want to. I know there's a yeah. guy on Twitter that's synthwave Stay Puffed. Maybe. Wait, really? Yeah, maybe he can make uh, a T-shirt. I mean, and I would buy it. You could also make the t-shirt if he doesn't already. <laughs> I'm lazy. But... I am a very lazy person. Well, maybe, maybe Synthwave Stay Puffed is, too. We don't know this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know this man's life. Hey, Woman. Synthwave Stay Puff, if you are listening, uh, make a Synthwave Stay Puff shirt. Um, pink and purple are perfect, and uh, I will buy it. That's a shout to you, Yeah. if you Synthwave. listen. We're, we're going to at you on Twitter. Forget it. We're going to make <laughs> We're going to at, 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 at you on Twitter. <laughs> at you on Twitter and say, hey, Synthwave Stay Puff, you were mentioned on our podcast. Uh, listen and make a t-shirt. <laughs> All right. So moving on to Academy of Villains, which I'm sure isn't going to be um, as exciting. All right. Let's move on to Academy of Villains. Um, this is the show that you've seen what, how many times at this point? Six, six, seven. I've, to be fair, I've only seen it once. But um, the things, the gripes that I have about it aren't necessarily show things. I think, um, or like, if I watched it more, I would start to enjoy it. It's more just kind of overall, like about it that I don't think it would change. So, um, do you want to start on what you feel about it, and then I, I can chime in, or do yeah, you want yeah, me just sure. kind of to lead? I mean, I'll, I'll go with it. Um, so I've. Um, for the most part, enjoyed Academy of Villains' time at Horror Nights 2016. House of Fear, I believe it was called. I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah. Um, in 2017. That's had... the one that was destroyed by Irma, No, that was 2017. Right? Oh, okay. 2017. Okay. 2017, the Irma Show. Irma um, Show, yeah. Which, for what they had to work with, I thought was also a lot of fun. Last year was um, not great. To put it lightly, so, I, yeah. I did not enjoy it, and especially the fact that that was the year after Bill and Ted in its spot, and that's what we got. I was, so basically oh. you were fucking pissed. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you were salty, and it doesn't matter what you put in there, you would not have it, liked it. It would have had to been fantastic. <laughs> See, but I also understand that Academy of Villains wasn't a replacement for Bill and Ted. It was something they already had, and they just moved it to that spot. It's not their fault Bill and Ted left. However, when you put something of that quality in the same spot the year after, it, it made me very upset at the time, and a little upset thinking back at it that I wasted my time watching multiple shows of that. 
So I didn't see this one. I do believe that I probably would have liked it more than you. From the little clips that I've seen, it seems like it right down my alley. Mm. Um, it kind of appeals to someone like me um, with who... Uh, you know, goes to synthwave shows and really likes the synthwave aesthetic. Oh, but it wasn't synthwave. It seems like it, it kind was. of like the cyberpunky. Yeah, but... I mean, it was it was called cyberpunk and it used some of the elements. But uh, watch it on YouTube. Okay, we're talking about altered states this year. I don't know why I went so far back. Uh, it it fits the thing. We can talk about whatever the fuck we want I mean, to talk about. This, this, is, this, is, our this is our show. <laughs> I'm going to talk about Altered States because it's my damn show. Um, I mean, I really enjoyed it this year. I think um, it's a lot more action-packed than last year. Um, I think they also follow the story. Last year, they tried to follow the story. This year, they also follow the story while keeping it exciting and entertaining throughout. Um, The Contortionists is... The absolute star of the show, yes. in my opinion. I agree with you there. The contortionist um, is amazing. And uh, any gripes I have with the show or about um, the... I'll get to it in a second. But any gripes I have about it, this did not include the contortionist. I think he is. I think he's perfect. I think he is perfect with what he does. He is awesome. He's the star of the show. Mm-hmm. I agreed. Agreed. Um, I think the music this year is pretty solid. Um, some of it's not necessarily up my alley, but I think it fits the show really well, which I'll accept. I don't have to be a fan of a song to understand that it fits the theme really well. Um, and I also, I just really like the story. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, I think um, it works really well with the type of show they're doing. It fits really well within Horror Nights. Uh, overall, uh, it gets a solid rating for me. I'd, I'd, I'd say like a 7.5, 8 out of 10. Yeah, I would probably give it probably like seven too. So, my problem with Academy of Villains is that I feel like the story the story is definitely just to be there to feature like three featured acrobats, right? Or or three like for the most part, and and the dance elements. Um, and those three featured people are really, really good at what they do. I do feel like, and one of my main gripes is I feel like the soccer dribbler is very out of place um, for what they were trying to do there. He's amazing at what he at what he does. He's super talented. I feel like they could have found a different type of acrobat that I think would have fit a, fit a little bit better into the theme um, instead of uh, soccer dribbling. Um that no gripe on how talented he is it's awesome i just thought it was a little weird and kind of maybe uh especially coming first i'm like what the fuck is going on why are we the soccer dribbler um i think maybe near the end it would have fit a little bit more uh, better it was like okay so we're just kind of featuring like you know acrobats and Mm -hmm. one of them is soccer dribbler um also i would say another one of my main gripes is that of the five kind of featured roles of this, they're all dudes. There is, it's, it is kind of turning into like, I don't want to use the word sausage fest, but, <laughs> but you it, just did. I, I did. I, couldn't they have? I know that Academy of Villains has some amazingly talented women. Why couldn't they have featured one in a featured role? Um, I think the. Ariel uh, uh, Silk performer easily could have been a woman. I feel like whoever they, if they didn't do the circle dribbler, they could have put a woman in that role. Like, 
I'm not quite sure why all three featured performers and then and, three main characters and three main characters all had to be dudes. I think there probably could have been a woman. And there don't get me wrong, there are women backup dancers, but they're kind of accessories and I feel like for a show this big on this type of scale, let's let's have some female representation. Yeah, agreed. I think it's interesting from Academy of Villains because I feel like women have been more prominent within the shows in past years um, I don't think they've ever been like the star but they've had bigger roles whereas the biggest role a woman has this year is getting thrown off the top <laughs> right. of the stage right and like spinning on their little spin things while the Eric, Ariel Circus yeah. <laughs> a silk artist does their ass thing like you're just there in case you the person can't see the main aerialist. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, I'm not f- faulting the show. I I just think there should have been a little bit better thought out representation. But, I mean, it's not not against the, the people who did it. I think what they put on is really good. But next time, let's put some chicks in there. Yeah, I agreed. So you'd say seven out of ten is kind of what yeah. I'd, I'd say like a strong six and a half, seven. Out oh, okay. Of yeah. So kind of wavering on that. Okay, good level. I think if I had saw it last year, I think I probably would have liked it better. Uh, I, I want you to watch that on YouTube and report back next episode whether you think that's accurate. So. Yeah, and I do think that the story is a little weak. I. Um, I'm not even going to talk about last year. <laughs> last Carry year, on. Last year was weaker, I'm sure. Um, this year, yeah, it well, was just a little weak. And, guess, and it doesn't have to be a huge elaborate story. I do have to say for last year, I said there was no like real star that was a woman. Last year, I would say the main character was a woman. So take okay. that back. Okay. So that's a positive last year. Okay, so last year the, they did have a featured artist that... That would, yeah, that yeah. wasn't wasn't a dude. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. All right. Well, um, do we have anything else that you want to say about uh, shows or scare zones? Um, I wanted to get out and see Academy of Villains one more time. Um, I will say that I had watched Academy of Villains on YouTube before, mm-hmm. and then I went and I saw it, and, and it's really really good uh, there. Like the energy is high. The contortionist just blows it. The off the roof, like mm-hmm. the energy. People, when we went and saw, I don't know if it's every like that people every time, fired but people were fired up. They you, were hyped. You know, a lot of times around that, uh, like middle stage where he goes up, that whole area is just standing and yeah. like screaming. Yo, he he, he blows it out okay. of the water. Um, I could watch twenty five minutes of him just taking his things like out of his socket. And <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, I don't think that's the same type of show. Moving his arms around <laughs> no. in ways that arms should not move. <laughs> All right. Anything else to add? Um, no, I think that's it. All right. So let's, uh, go let's give our update quickly in. to our top ten. Week six top ten houses. Um, yeah, we'll try to keep this pithy because you uh, you probably kind of already know our opinions on the houses. So, but we do like to update them because these. You know, change uh, based I, on runs. Yeah, yeah so all we, but one week I've had at least one change. Yeah, so they're changing, and 
Um, as you can see with Vanity Ball, it's all really depends on w your experience in them. So. Oh, I do have one thing. Vanity Ball, I'm rooting for you. Try to stay on top, please. Yeah. Please. I wanted you back in number one. I liked one. you from the beginning. Yeah. Stay I want there. you back number one. Because you were real close to not being there. <laughs> I want you back in number one. All right. Number 10. House. I want you back. <laughs> Baby, come back. <laughs> all right. So, um, number 10 for me is. Uh, not what I had in number 10 last year. It is the, uh, now Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Mm, how did how'd that happen there? Was it on uh, the fault of that house? Or no, what? not necessarily the fault of that house. Um, I would say that I don't have a house that I hate this year. I like all of them. Um, there are just houses that... And I'm starting to realize the more we talk, we do the show and we talk about... Uh, the houses about just there are some things I like about houses that and other things I don't there are things that when I go through a house that I'm like oh yes this is my type of house and it's a, from what I'm starting to realize a lot different than what most Halloween horror fans like in houses I think most people like a real scary element to the houses and I don't mind that I am more of a pretty house guy mm -hmm. I really like Houses that are really have a really elaborate sets and really elaborate, just very just like like wow factor, mm. pretty. That's that's kind of what really gets me wanting to go back into a house. I gotta say, Killer Clowns has nothing to do with either of those <laughs> subjects. Scary, no, pretty. It no, it's no, it's neither. Yeah, neither <laughs> of those things. So that's kind of why it's down. Yeah, ten. no, that's definitely fair. Uh, for me, number 10, I've said this every week, but I think I can officially say my final ranking number 10 is Stranger Things. Because with three weeks left, there is nothing it can do to make up for the past six right. weeks of me just not enjoying it. And I've tried, it's not like something I've done once, twice, three, five, I've done it like seven times. I've given it plenty of chances. And, it's and just it just doesn't, it's, it's not my style house. I think some of the sets are very nice. I I also think some of the sets are done a little lazily. I don't know if that's purposely done as because what they want to portray would be tougher to do with a live scare actor. I, I don't know what it is. All I know is static figures everywhere. Um, I don't have a problem with strobes in general. I think that they try to use strobes to mask those static figures in a lot of scenes, which I don't love. Um, well, I guess it is better than just static figures and no strobes, but um, solidly number 10 yeah. for me. And it's going to finish number 10 for me unless they build a new house over this next week. I think you've heard us uh, debate about uh, this quite a bit. We'll limit it. Um... But yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. We'll it's, talk more about it once we'll talk, we get yeah, to where yeah, you have it. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit more about it. Um, uh, number nine. My number nine is um, Nightingale's Blood Pit. Uh, I, again, I think it's a really good house. Um, it's a, ho a house that could easily have been up there on a weaker year. I just think this year is really good. Um, it's... The things I don't necessarily like about it, which is why it's slow, is that it's just not one of those... It doesn't tick a lot of boxes for me on things I'm looking for. It's very claustrophobic. I do get claustrophobic. I have claustrophobia, so walking through a claustrophobic house um, 
while done well for a short period of time will make me really scared and like the house done too much will just kind of make me start fucking hating the house <laughs> um, and just like I need out of here I can't even enjoy the good parts of it because it's just too, way too claustrophobic um, this house is very dark very claustrophobic and not very pretty one thing I've we, we talked about I don't know if we talked about it on the show or not, but the it doesn't feel when you're on the outside. The Roman theme comes through very well, but once you enter in, in that second room, it feels like you're kind of in a castle that doesn't feel very Roman esque. It feels like you are transported into a different. I don't feel like the Roman theme from the outside is put very well into the house. I, I would agree. I think there's some scenes where it comes through, but I think there's a lot where I think the theme kind of goes missing. I think if that second room was a little bit more Roman, mm. um, the other rooms could could lack a little bit, but it's, it's just kind of like, it's just wham in your face. They're like, okay, so what happened to the Roman? Why are we in like a castle like why are we like it's i don't know what it is it just feels to me like we we have this roman on the outside and then with that very first room just doesn't i don't feel that roman come through it just feels like i've been transported into like medieval times all right number number nine i'm sorry for me um is killer clowns just talked about was that mike's number 10 so don't really have to discuss that anymore yeah um my number eight uh is House of a Thousand Corpses. Uh, this one I had it at ten, I think. Yeah, the that's last a couple of times. It is a move. I had a really good run. Yeah, it was. Yeah, oh, it, it was fantastic. I got every scare. Um, it was. It's still not necessarily the type of house that I like, but it's really pretty. Those it tunnels. Is, yeah, the sets are oh. amazing in there. Yeah. Like, and the tunnels, and it's. It's got the scares and it's got some cool special effects in there. So it's starting to. I'm starting to kind of. It's all starting to kind of come gel together and come together mm-hmm. to kind of be into a type of house that I like. And so um, I need to give it a couple more could runs. Keep moving, but it you could think? honestly, yeah, I think it could uh, yeah. keep if moving. If we get some more good ones, yeah. um, I would like to point out Mike has not seen the movie. I have not, and we are probably we... yeah. Go ahead, say it. Uh, should we just kind of spoil what we're probably going to do next? Yeah, I mean, for we next spoil episode, it, yeah. So. Uh, we want to watch some of the movies that I have not seen and basically podcast through them while having some libations. Mm. So a libation cast. Libation cast. <laughs> movie... A.K.A. a drunk review. <laughs> movie libation cast. Um, we're going to try to uh, record. Uh, we don't know quite what that looks like, but libation cast is coming. It definitely is. Uh, probably not our normal episode. It'll be like a midweek thing yeah, or something. Maybe whenever we'll we see. Can, we'll, yeah, there's no promise on when it's happening. Yes, but it's, it, coming. it's coming. Yeah, because he has to see the movie and then do the house again. So yes. we have to do this before the event's yes. over for sure. And I don't love horror movies, so the only way I can really watch horror movies is if I am libationing. That's so weird. You run the Horror Nights podcast. Don't like horror movies. I mean, I love it though. I don't not like horror movies. Like, I'm not scared of them. It's just like if I'm gonna sit down and watch a movie, the first thing I'm not gonna turn on is like, I don't know, like us or well, I like us. You, actually, I was about to say, I, I really like us. Um, that was a really terrible example. <laughs> uh, I just kind of out of myself. Is I can't like Halloween. I would never put on like Rob Zombie's Halloween yeah. of um of I wanted to watch it. And um, we just lost a lot of listeners. I know that one I comment. Know, I know. 
Sorry, guys. I know that I know the the most of the people who like Halloween Horror Nights also really like horror movies. I don't not like how uh, horror movies. I I honestly think I like horror movies. I just really like other movies, and I don't have a lot of time to watch movies anymore. So horror movies kind of are like oh, probably yeah, like that's fair. They're in there, but they're yeah. So now when he listens, he'll be drunk, and it'll be recorded, and probably won't hear the whole thing but we'll do highlights of yeah and then a drunk review afterwards yeah anyways uh my number eight is um sadly depths of fear that's one that i kind of felt was going to be on the rise it felt like it was picking up and it's dropping again and all the mouth brooders are disappearing last time we went through we went through what day did we go together thursday yeah thursday um there was we saw one yeah two two. mouth brooders in the entire house um and earlier I don't know if I said this in the podcast or if it was just talking to someone earlier in the season, um, but I said, you know, I think I might like it better if they did more like the the mutated human scare actors, not the mouth brooders. <laughs> I do not. That, that was false, and I, I learned a lesson there. Um, so They heard you, <laughs> and they tried it. <laughs> and I made a mistake. I apologize, creative, if you listen to me. That's my number eight. Um, my number uh, seven is also Depths of Fear. Um, it's a very pretty house. It ch- checks that box. Um, the special effects are really cool. Um, I really like it, honestly. I would say it would probably, in a different year, I could see this house being my number one house. I don't know if I could ever see it being number one, but I could see it being a lot higher in another year. Yeah. yeah I, no, I, yeah, I kind of stand by that statement. I could see this house. Uh, on paper, this house could be my number one it has all the things i'm looking for in a house um except the mouth readers are pretty fucking goofy like, and they, yeah. they are they're that's, goofy that's why i thought i'd like it better with the um human-esque scare actors but that's no yeah. no i'd rather take the goofy fish yeah um so my number seven uh and this is yeah. the only change i had this week jumping depths of fear was us um, again, this is one of those houses that I really enjoy. Not a knock on the house that it's this low. Strong year for houses, in my opinion. Um, and I just feel like there's a few gaps that I've talked about in previous episodes. But I really enjoy the house overall. Yeah, I feel like you're you're griping less about this house. I think early on it was kind of like it was pretty low for you, right? You had I think I've had it. I don't think it's dropped. It's been eight is the lowest. Yeah. So I mean, okay, it's, it's never been like bottom yeah I, I mean eight is pretty close to the bottom but i've always stood by that i enjoy the house i just i enjoy the others better we talk about these a lot and from my view that you're saying more good things about us lately than early on yeah, when you're no ahead. definitely yeah. definitely i mean i still um sounds like we've heard pluto is still there okay which is positive um That's good. i have not seen him recently still yeah. but the fact that he's there is nice um, the, the the first Pluto where he jumps out on the ground I'm talking about um, but yeah I mean I think it, it does a really good job of telling the story um, I think the sets look really nice I think some of the uh, scare actors are uncanny to the characters yes. they're playing the casting is I on mean, point you, you can't ask for too much more for a house that's just following a movie right um, my let's guess we keep moving yeah. uh, my number six is Yeti, Terror of the Yukon. See, I'm surprised. I feel like that's one that you'd have higher. I mean, I feel like it would tick, like, every box It does. Have. <laughs> it does tick every box. <laughs> that is the problem with this year. From basically from 
Killer Clown, like, so I don't like Killer Clowns necessarily, but from that on, and Nightingales, it would be like a mid hout one. So basically, from like eight and up. From eight and up, uh, I could see those being like top three houses for any other year. That's just how good this year is. Um, Yeti, I, it is. I think we all know why Yeti is good. I have never, I've never had someone be like, "Yo, Yeti is terrible." Like, why did you make me go through this house? Like, everyone I think likes Yeti. Is is there? If there's someone out there who does not like Yeti, let us know what you don't like about it. Because I don't think we've said a bad thing about um, Yeti. I also don't know anyone who has either. Like everyone I've brought has had nothing but yeah. good things to say. I don't see anything bad on Twitter about it. Um, you have you have said house, that man. the Yetis are kind of so big I, and clumsy that they're kind of yeah, more no, looking up I, than down. I, I don't think that's a knock on the house. I think, of course, it's not a perfect house, but it's really good. It's though. hard to critique. <laughs> yeah. I think I don't love the character design. I think they're kind of looking up, so they can't really hover over you in mo- most cases. Right. But otherwise, a very good house. But this is your ranking, not mine. So let me talk about my number six, <laughs> uh, Ghostbusters. Okay. Um, this house has moved up a little bit. Yeah, I was going to say this has moved up for you. Yeah, not not this didn't... week. It was six last week as well. But um, yeah, I think the sets are absolutely stunning. Um, I, I don't love love the effects, but they're still fun. Um, it's a fun house. It's just a yeah, fun house. That's good. I'm glad it's moving. I uh, have to remember that when we first went out of that house, and I was like, "Yes, this was so great." Your response was, "Meh." Yeah, but that was also my that was also like my second or third time going through it. Oh, okay. So I, it wasn't No, like, I think we, it was your very first time. No, I went through it first night. Yeah, I was with, with you on the first night. I did that really? first night house, yeah. Were you really? Yeah, we were with, oh, yeah. We I did that. I that was yeah. with, um... No, I left Nico early. And... No, no. Oh, really? No, I thought I that's what we did No, uh, that was my very last house before I had to leave first night. Mm. I waited until we did Ghostbusters, and I missed us, Stranger Things, and a few others. But, uh, first night. But that one was the last one we did first night. Okay. Um, and I left... Um, humming and skipping, busting yeah, makes me feel good. It, and yeah. I uh, walked to my car and I went home and I would, thought about when I would be able to get to go back. I mean, it still kind of is meh in some aspects, but overall, it's a fun house. I enjoy it. And again, sets are absolutely beautiful. And I always appreciate when they have um, live voice actors yes. inside. Yes. That will always give you a nice thumbs up from me. All right. So, um,. My number five, uh, and I feel like... There's another one that kind of shocks me <laughs> that it's where it is. Yeah. Because uh, I, I know mean, you really enjoy I love it, too. it. I love it. It's just I like the others a bit before. And I have to say that I was such a defender of some of the other ones up that I've kind of just like had to follow my sword on them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Well, what is your number five? Uh, my number five is um, Universal Monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, so Universal Monsters is so good, um, and it's good. So I am going to gripe about it just a little bit. Uh, Ooh, I should probably okay. not whisper on the podcast too much, but um, I'm going to gripe a little we bit. We don't hear about a lot it. of gripes about this one. So some of the sets I feel like are kind of long hallways with wallpaper. Um, I, some yeah, of them, yeah, or mirrors, if or you mirrors, or it's it's not as pretty as some of the others. Now the special effects are awesome. They're awesome. What they do in that house, I wish that they would do in all of the houses. Big fan of the bungees. Um, huge fan of the bungees. Huge fan of the bungees. Huge fan of like 
um, the mirrors effects, the uh, tiny rooms that feel huge and expansive mm. just by using mirror effects. I love that. L- love it. Um, I do feel like, especially like the mummy area, it's just kind of they pulled out the wallpaper and put it yeah, on, on. I feel like the mummy deserved a little more respect. But, yeah. Um, well, you're going to hear more about this from me in a little while. Okay. Um, um, what's your so yeah, number? My five? number five is House with Thousand Corpses. Um, and I feel like that's solidly a top half house for me right now. It's, uh, like you said, really good sets. Um, there's some good scares in there. If you get that run through perfectly, I think that, that's one of the things that keeps it down lower for me. It is so dependent on its run. Right. Like, every house is, but this one, if you go through and you don't get the timing right, it's just like, um, I'm just kind of walking through these sets and absolutely nothing. Right. is happening um, but when you get it man you get it good um, I love the tunnel I love Dr. Satan I've raved about this before yeah. um, but solidly a top half house for me right now I love how we said we would just say like one or two things and not just keep harping <laughs> on it's hard, it's, kinda, it's hard we, not we, to we, we love like this to, we like to nerd out yeah we it. do that, that's what we said that this would be in the first episode is us <laughs> just nerding out about this year we don't have very much longer to nerd about this year in the way that we can oh, right we, now <laughs> we will we have to... like nine months after actually <laughs> yeah but we can't do ratings <laughs> <laughs> or can we <laughs> really. we watched it on YouTube I was watching some POVs and I think my number two's changed alright go ahead what's your number four Mike uh, my number four is Ghost Busters. Um, I'm going to basically uh, try to go real quick on this one because you guys know why I like Ghostbusters. I think the people who like Ghostbusters are basically very similar to myself. Um, really pretty. Um, not scary, but I don't think houses at Halloween Horror Nights need to be scary. I don't think that's necessarily why people go to Halloween Horror Nights is to get scared in every single house. I think there are scary things about Halloween Horror Nights, and I like to get scared as much as the next guy, but I also like to walk through a story of my childhood and get to see some really, really cool things and have a a jump scare or two in between. That's kind of what ticks a box for me. That's why I go to Halloween Horror Nights, walk through a story, get told the story, whether it's an IP or original. Um... The scares just kind of come along with it. Um, So, Ghostbusters. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, For me, number four. So, while we've been sitting here, I've actually talked myself into a second ranking change. Oh, jeez. You're changing Um, it. um, And I'll tell you the reason why. So, dropping from three to four is Nightingales. Oh. Um, And I'll tell you why. Um, I was having great run-throughs. We talked about this plenty. I don't have to go into detail. Oh, you said they were getting very scary. They are. Um, The last run-through I had was... Less than stellar, we'll say. Yeah, well, um, I was. I and, think and, I was with that and one. The right? thing, it wasn't really even a timing thing. There was just a lot missing. The intensity was down, and I mean, that happens. This isn't like a. Oh God, you weren't going absolutely crazy right. for this one run through. However, the reason this drops for me, also in the house, the house that's taking place does have effect on this, but because it had inconsistency issues in the first few weeks, and then started picking up. And now I see inconsistency again, so, you know, I mean, I still really enjoy it. Four is a really good ranking. That's not bad yeah. at all. But my number three passed it again. Yeah. I think you have a higher than most people. Uh, I think, yeah, yeah I definitely, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, there are some You're people You're definitely there, a defender of Nightingale. I am, so I definitely am. Um, okay, so my number three is uh, Us. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Us is uh, a really fun house. 
while it can be really inconsistent, I would say I've had the worst run through, I think, of any of these houses mm-hmm. in us. I don't know what was going on in there. Um, I feel like I'm having deja vu, and I've said this on the podcast before, but it was just like they were maybe all just like switch swapping out, and they didn't they didn't pulse me in, they didn't hold me, uh, and they were just like, but there was basically no scares in us, which was pretty disappointing. Um, but when us is good, us is really good for the type of stuff that I like. It is um, really pretty, some awesome scares, some really amazing characters. Like I would say, if character character of the of this uh, year, I think us has to be up there. Oh, I yeah. think what they are doing in that house. Like, I think the characters, casting wise. yeah, casting wise. I think the characters make that house. I think without. It, they could have really, if they didn't cast the right people in that house, I think us would be a totally different house. Mm. I think these characters make that house. It is, while it's very pretty, um, that house would be nothing without the casting that they did. So kudos to the characters, kudos to this casting people who cast those characters. Us is made by the blood, sweat, and tears of those characters, mm. which not all houses are. Um, like uh, Stranger Things, but Us is really made by its cast and part of the reason why I like it. It's yeah. I think another impressive thing about that house is, uh, you like to talk about this a lot, the classroom that was built just as yes, a boo hole. Yes, yes. They, basically. Yeah, they basically built an entire classroom um, just for a boo hole. Um, the Lupito Nuango character just comes out of it, the non-tethered comes out of it as a, a jump scare out of the classroom to kind of fight the the red character in one of the walkthroughs. Um, and yeah, so you're looking at this awesome classroom. You're like, oh, we're going to go in there? And out comes uh, the this character to kind of as a jump scare. Um, it's awesome. Yeah. What they did in there is amazing. I want to go in that classroom. Me too. And see I'm just how much... Yeah. No, you can't. No, I don't, no, I don't think they take you no. into the classroom. Well, anyways, uh, jumping Nightingales to get to number three for me is Yeti. Oh, okay. We talked about this earlier. I mean, there's not much negative to say about Yeti. I don't love the costume design, but otherwise, the sets are beautiful. The scares are great. That first cabin is, oh, fantastic. Love that scene. Um, I, yeah, I don't... That's all I got to say. It's a, it's a yeah. great house. It's, it's, it's awesome. It really is. It's really good. All right. My number two. Um, and... <laughs> <laughs> this is... I think you say that we differ a lot. I don't think we differ that much, except this one house. There's a this is big. A, this is one house, and I, I, I don't want to say. So I see all your points of it, but I still love walking through this house. Which is so. Fair. No, that's, that's I would fine. say, yes, it's it's not that scary. But so is Killer Clowns is not scary. Ghostbusters is not Which scary. Also have to number ten. Uh, yeah, but I. Did. Yeah, but I also respect Ghostbusters. Yeah, but I wouldn't say Killer Clowns is very pretty. I and, wouldn't want anyways, through. Yeah. Go, go on to what it um, is. Stranger Things is just, in my opinion, I maybe it will drop for me, but it's just fun to walk through. It's fun. It's you are transported into a really really fun story, and I think what they do in that house, they do it well. I know that. That there are some things missing from it. I wish they would have um, characters that portraying the, the some of the roles um, 
more and they use less aesthetic figures. Yes, I, I agree with you there. But what they do in Stranger Things, and I really like to people watch it and I really like to listen what people say. When pe- Whenever I leave Stranger Things, the general public is always like, oh my god, that house was amazing. Um, I think if you were to just like be like a research person and like got to see the numbers, I think Stranger Things is a top fan favorite. I, 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 I know on Twitter. I know on Twitter. There's a lot of hate on Stranger Things. I know most of you guys, and no, no hate to you guys, have Stranger Things near the bottom. I see, but I also think you're, I think you're missing a lot of people who, even as Horror Nights fan, are like. That is the best house I've ever done. See, I haven't seen it. I haven't. I only I will show the, you some. I think the the hate on Twitter, from the Horror Nights community, it. it's obviously getting knocked more. But I'm also seeing people within the Horror Nights community who are like, I really like that house. I think. I mean, sometimes there's just very differing views, and that's what's fun yeah. about this. There's yeah. so many subjective things. I completely agree that if you survey, if I could look at the survey numbers from the general public, that's. If not number one, really, oh, close, really close to it. it has I could to be. see Ghostbusters I, maybe being number one. Yeah, um, but I think it's top two, definitely. I, and in I don't think, yeah, numbers. and and I think a lot of that maybe is the IP that people are that just is. really. That, high. That's exactly. But I think they tra- took that IP and put it really, really well into a house that, while not necessarily be super scary, it takes that IP perfectly and. Puts it into a house. I really wish that you went last year. I you didn't, so you could compare the two. I wish I. I don't necessarily I think, I did I don't necessarily think I, that'd make it drop in your rankings, but I think you'd also could see where like, uh, yeah, that was a drop off. For I sure. tried so hard to make it last year. It just wasn't in the cards. I almost went to Stranger Things Day just to yeah. go to this house. I almost bought a general ticket to uh, Universal because I did not have a mission to Universal at the time. Um, Yes, I tried so hard to get to to the Stranger Things house. It just did not happen. Yeah, it happens. Anyway, so my number two uh, is going to be Universal Monsters, which uh, I think we kind of nailed it on the head when Mike was talking about it. Um, I, it's not that I don't agree with what you say about some of it. Just kind of feels like always slapped on the walls with some wallpaper and a few little props. Um, but I think in the few it does, it kind of works. Do I wish the mummy had a little more to it? Yeah, I do. Um, overall, though, I think um, the sets are beautiful. Character design, beautiful. Some of the effects are fantastic. The scares are there. Not much more I can ask for in a house. I still think it's potentially top ten all time for me. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, I'm comfortable saying that, I think. I think sometime in the off season we'll go through like a full like top twenty five all time houses or something like that. We'll yeah, see. no, that will we'll, be we'll great. See, Let's we'll do see it. where it yeah. ends. Yeah, um, but then I think I could just say this for both of us. Number one is Graveyard Games. Yeah, yeah, we you can say it for both of us. Um, and I I don't know if we've necessarily you've definitely talked about what you really like about it. I think uh, we it's just ticks almost every single box of what I'm looking for in a house has an amazing story uh, either IP original and this one is original it has amazing um, characters in there that do it and are giving them their all it has um, super awesome special effects it's really pretty mm-hmm. um, it's super scary it basically 
takes everything that I'm looking for in a haunted house and throws it all together in a in a and yes, I will say that we have maybe seen this before. Like we have seen this is definitely feels like we've seen it before, but that's not a bad thing. No. Like I'm sure there are definitely haunts around the country either in the past or now that feel very oh, similar a, to this one. A haunted graveyard is not a unique <laughs> idea. Yes. Universal has done it multiple times. Right. We have seen and felt this very same thing before. It feels like the haunted houses that I've been going to as a kid, like the Rocky Points or the Nightmare on the 13th, where the not very gory but very scary Salt Lake City, Utah haunts of the 90s. That's what it feels like mm. to me, and that's why I love it. And this shows the separation of Universal and the quality, because, man, the story, um, and the, oh, the scares, the sets, the sets are so beautiful. I, I mean, I can't rave about this house enough, to be honest. I've said it before. This is potentially going for my number one all time. Don't know if it's hit it yet. But it's close. It is damn close. Well, yeah. Well, I would like to do um, that podcast. So I think maybe off season we're gonna have a lot to talk about. Right. We'll definitely do but, an episode. Yeah, we'll, that's then we have. we'll do a top twenty-five and that'll be fun. Kind of talk yeah. about it as much as yeah. we're talking about yeah. the houses now. So um, yeah, let's do it. So I think that wrap, wraps up the episode pretty much. There, pretty too. much. Yeah. So our next podcast to look out for is gonna be the movie review. Well, maybe we'll, we'll see because we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. We have to work out. Yeah. We're, so the plan, I think we kind of want to squeeze in that and a regular one. Yeah, yeah, because then maybe we'll just do the regular one and push that one back. But it's right. going to happen before the end of this event. Right, that's what we know. We need to figure out what else there is to say about twenty nine, though, as well. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll squeeze. We'll it find. In. We'll find some stuff. Oh yeah, it'll be included. Um, that's why I kind of want to do that as a separate episode. Yeah, like a little thirty minute kind of. Here's the highlights of. Right. Drunk Mike screaming at House with Thousand Corpses, and then a small review. And by yeah. small, I mean we'll go to like an hour and a half, like we always do. <laughs> right. Um, I hope you yeah. guys like long podcasts because this was supposed to be twenty minutes. Well, I don't know about twenty minutes. <laughs> it was but supposed to be short. Around forty minutes, we thought we were almost done, and here we are, forty-five minutes later, just oh, wrapping up. An hour and twenty-five. Oh, great. Yeah. Well, I do have to <laughs> end and get home and get yelled at by my wife. <laughs> That's always fun. He has horror nights at home, too. <laughs> I love you. If you're listening, to, you, if you made it to an hour and a half of us talking about things that you would never experience, I love you. I was also joking as well, in case you were wondering. All right. Uh, well, um, we look forward to uh, hearing from you about... Uh, what you guys think um, about the podcast? If you like it, if you don't like it, let us know on Twitter. Uh, interact with us, please. On Scares Twitter. on rankings. Um, please. Yeah, I am getting. Um, I'm trying to interact with you guys, so interact with me back. Synthwave, stay puff. Thanks for <laughs> listening. We appreciate it. Yeah. I hope you did because we're gonna reach out on Twitter and try to make you listen. Yeah, and. Uh, Get you to make some shirts. Yeah. Because Mike's too lazy to. <laughs> yeah, I want to send And he thinks you're the one who has to do it <laughs> yeah. since it's your Twitter yeah, it's handle. It's your Twitter handle. <laughs> make some Synthwave <laughs> shirts. I'm sure they would be a hit. With, All right. with, like, Mike and a couple people. No, there's plenty of people. With you're right. That'd probably be big. I might buy it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, Mike, any last words here? Uh, no. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you in the streets. Bye.